Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. All of that time that they stole. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Rico back at it again. Welcome to another show. Welcome to another live Rico report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics, presented by Fan Sided, your Buffalo Fanatics, Buffalo Bills podcast. That's where you got to go to get your light, get your shine. It's the Buffalo Fanatics. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> we got some news today. We got some things to talk about. We got some things to clear up. Because I think there's some things that are kind of being painted weird out in these Twitter streets. You feel me? And uh, I got to give shout outs to people. One of them going to my man, Bryce Martino. What's up, Bryce? Bryce put out a wonderful piece today on Jameson Crowder. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into Tavon Austin. He had a, he had a heartfelt message. To a lot of Bills fans out there, or to Tavon fan. And we're gonna talk about that. Jordan Poyer. Got some little bit of Jordan Poyer news, but uh, we're gonna get into that, man. We're gonna get into that. So, folks, welcome to another edition. I'm your host. Let's get going. Appreciate y'all tuning in, man. And let's get this thing popping. And uh let's get it, man. So, news around the league. We gotta talk about that. There's always news around the league. News around the league, and there's one that's just that's just just lingering it's lingering it's a hot topic i'm not gonna touch on it too much but i'm going to share sentiments that one of my favorites Stephen a smith decided to share today and that's deshaun watson man this whole deshaun watson news bro (laughs) it's just getting weirder and weirder more accusations are coming whether true, whether they're not true, they're disturbing nonetheless. Sickening, if you will. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I hear trying to, I mean, bash on dude, right? But like, just the things that you read, you're like, yo, for real, that happened. For real, like, if someone is actually, if someone is actually like that, like for real. So the reason I bring this up is Stephen A. was like, listen, man, how many accusations are we waiting for this guy to to get? I wait until fifty. I wait until a hundred. Like. What is the league waiting on? And Stephen A. pretty much was saying, we've the, the league has acted on more heinous or less heinous, doesn't matter, uh, situations. But at the end of the day, what it comes down to is protecting the shield, right? They always talk about protecting the shield, right? Don't embarrass the league. Don't this, don't do that. Don't do all of that stuff. All right, cool. All right, well, come down with it already. Suspend the dude. You know he's going to miss time. We all know it. We all know it, so just get it over and done with. So we people just move on, man. Always with some more disturbing stuff and so on and so forth. I mean, everybody's got their own personal opinions and thoughts on it. But at the end of the day, I think I think a lot of us are like, yo, okay, be done with it already. Suspend them. Six games, eight games, 12 games, the year, whatever the case is. He already missed a year. All right, we'll tack on another one and call it a day. And then, and then let the Browns do what they do. But I will say this, though. Baker Mayfield's got to be sitting like this. <laughs> Let me get a sip of this Sprite. 
Because he's sitting here like, yo, y'all put me in this drama and your order's not even settled. So when the suspension does come, don't come looking my way. <laughs> don't come looking my way. Y'all made y'all pump me off. Y'all embarrassed me. Y'all made me look a fool. So now deal with the consequences. That's what, if I'm bigger, that's how I'll be petty like that. Because y'all, y'all are trying to you, you tarnish me. You know what I mean? Now, he could become the bigger person. And say, you know what? I'm not doing it for the Browns. I'm doing it for myself because I'm playing for my next team. So maybe that's what it is. Who knows? But this whole Watson situation, man. Football aside, this whole Watson situation is just a weird one. It's a weird one altogether. Just be done with it. Spend the cat and be done. I'm, I'm sure he's expecting it. So, Goodell, you guys have all done your, you know, your, your investigation. I don't know how long you need. Or what more you need. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty pretty clear and it seems to be consistent, whether lies or truth. <laughs> just do it already. You know what I'm saying? Because it's already tarnished the league. It is making the league look bad. So just do what you need to do and be done. Straight up. Finito. Anyway, I'm done with that whole Deshaun Watson. I just like I, I just just be done with it. Just suspend the cat. This suspend the dude and be done. That's I, I just gotta get that off my chest real quick. Um keeping on on around the league chatter. Um, Debo Samuels. Debo went and all this get me out of here, not playing Twitter, scrub my Twitter. I mean, excuse me, scrub all my Instagram stuff and get rid of the team stuff and all that, blah, blah, blah. Team just stood still and was like, yo, you want a contract, my guy. So what are we doing? So now he might be coming back to camp and, playing out the season like what was all that about you did all this rah-rah no leverage and now you got to be back with the team how that's it's not a great look not a good look you know what i mean so hopefully you stay healthy and and hopefully you can kind of summon uh enough trade trade i mean trade power so you can get you know what i mean get onto another squad but that's a blech. i don't know what's going on with those cats over in san francisco all they had to do was just chill out, and here you are. You know what I'm saying? We'll see how that we'll see how that plays out. Uh, I got a comment coming from Jenna. Jenna Carlson said, "Hey, innocent until proven guilty is for courts. The public can have any kind of opinion they want. Oh yes, they do, and the public will kill you. Public opinion, boy, that could sway a lot of people. That's why that's why people say just wait till court and all that stuff, all that hoopla out there. That's for the birds." But boy, public opinion will destroy a whole lot of people. A whole lot of people. The ref says, uh, if Russell Wilson is top five, he's better than Herbert. Oh, sorry. Is Russell a top five? And is he better than Herbert? Ooh, 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 ooh. Russell, Russell is a uh I've had I've Russell's like five six. Let me because I gotta sometimes you gotta write it down in no particular order. Right, Allen. I put Brady in there. A lot of people don't want to put Brady in there. I don't know why they don't want to put Brady in there. Oh, he's just—he's fifty years old. What the hell does it matter? The guy had five thousand yards rush passing last year, at fifty years old. So stop that. Stop the cap. You feel me? So, Allen, Brady, uh, Rogers, Mahomes, and to me, I always put Watson in there because I think Watson. All that nonsense aside, I think he's a top five 
And then that that's where it's between Herbert. Because Herbert's up there. Don't get me wrong. Herbert, uh, Wilson. I like Dak. Dak is up there, too. So, like, right now, those are, if I'm not missing anybody, those are my, like, what? My top eight? Those are my eight. So, like, that, but between five and six, five and six, receivers, five, six, three, five, six, um, quarterbacks, five, six, seven, they're like, nah, they're, they're there. So, if we're removing Watson, because people want to say, well, he hasn't played in a year. So, you know what? I'll, I'll go with what you guys go with. If you remove Watson from this list, right? So, guys that have played the last couple of years, we'll say. So, then it, I put Wilson at number five. Wilson over Herbert. Herbert still, Herbert still is a beast. Herbert is a beast, but I, I don't know, man. Like you can't, you can't move away from, you can't move away from uh, from Wilson. I know y'all. Some some of y'all are saying uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow had a fantastic year. He had a fantastic year, but I ain't ready to put him in top five yet. Relax, relax, everybody. He's nice. Don't get me wrong. He is nice. He's got a bevy of weapons in Cincinnati, but I ain't ready to put him over Russell Wilson. That is consistent. Because it comes down to consistency. Can you do it again? Can you do it again? Right? And that was the biggest question with Allen. Can Allen do it again? After he had, you know, subpar, you know, rookie year. Then you had the second year. And then he blew up in the third. Right? And he, we needed Allen to have a big year. And then he did it again. So now you've got, you've got a model of consistency with him. Burrow still needs to get after it. But having a top five, it's always tough. Name your top five. <laughs> You're going to piss somebody off. What about him? What about that? Some people don't believe Allen is a top five. Like, nah, he's not there yet. I need more. I put this guy. I put Herbert over Allen. I've seen that. But to me, at the end of the day, man, if you're a top 10 QB in this game, that means you, you have an opportunity, a grand opportunity to get your team to the Super Bowl. If you're top five, you just have a, a, a closer opportunity to do that. So shout out to the top five QB. I like that question, by the way. Great question. Um, it's the offseason, folks. So, any of your questions or concerns that you guys want to talk about and bring up, please, this is the time to do it. It's the off season. You want to bring something. You want to have a Q&A. You want to ask me some personal shit. You want to ask me whatever. Let's do it, right? It's a live show. It's not going to be a long one tonight, but let's do it. So moving on, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to touch on something here. Uh, so Debo Samuels, I, I kind of got there. Um, we got a huge new deal uh, from some people deem him as the GOAT. One of the best of all time in defensive tackle. I can't believe he got all that money, man. I can't believe he got that money. That that's a lot of money for Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald just got himself a freaking two-year, pretty much a two-year $65 million deal. Yow. Huge. But when you impact the game the way he does, how could you not pay that man that money? We're gonna run it back, run it back. You know what I mean? He he makes the difference. He's a he's a big difference maker. That boy is a game impact. He, he changes the game. You've got to game plan for him. So him getting that money is inevitable. You got to get that money. It's just a matter of how much they're going to give him. He got huge money and well-deserved money. So shout out to Aaron Donald for getting big, big time money. Well-deserved. Well-freaking-deserved. Now, let's move to camp. Let's move to camp. I want to talk about a couple of things, man. We have, we have a huge, huge, I don't know what, how the best way to put it. 
the receiver room is is massive. Let's put it that way, man. The receiver room is is a tough one. I don't know who's going to come out of this one, but there are people certainly making a case for themselves, right? And in this case, an emotional case. And Tavon Austin today was on with Chris Brown. And uh, they were having a conversation, and he, he asked them a simple question. And uh, here's the Tavon Austin audio, excuse me, video that I wanted to show you guys. And I want your thoughts on it afterwards. And I'll share my thoughts on it as well. So check this out. Been a fight for you mm -hmm. to get regular time on offense. What do you think has been like the biggest thing that keeps getting in the yeah, way so, for you? So I never, that's crazy. That's crazy you asked that. And that's kind of an emotional question for me. Um, I believe when I was over there at the Rams, when I got my wrist hurt, yeah. I, I took a pretty hard injury. And um, my my position kind of changed just from a receiver to they try to name me as some type of web back. I don't even know. I don't even know if that exists. Right. You know what I mean, that's just not me. I'm I'm versatile. I didn't did this. If you look at my college, my high school, everything. I didn't did even in the league. I didn't did all this already. But since I got hurt on my wrist, that's why it's been hard for me for Tavon Austin to be Tay Austin. You know what I mean? It hurt me every day. You can see how I get emotional about it. And you know, I see all the other guys around the league, and they successful. And and I take my hats off to all of them. I do. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But this is a com competitive sport, and I honestly believe that. And I'm one of the most competitive guys in this, in, in, this, in this profession right now. I wouldn't be here if I wouldn't. Yeah. I'm still fighting. I've been hurt for three and a half years, and I'm finally healthy. You know what I mean? So I, I feel the best version of myself right now. I'm smarter. Um, I'm, I'm mentally there now. You know, I ain't really too much in breaking. You know what I mean? I got cut. I got some money taken away from me. I got right. injured. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't lost games. I didn't drop the punt. You know what I mean? So what? How big is that chip right now? Is it about oh, the size big. of a car oh, on your it's shoulder? Super big. It's super big. You know what I mean? Because you know, like I say, it's a competitive. I can feel it just yeah. sitting next to you. Like I say, it's a competitive nature. You know what I mean? Right. Like, but every day I will pump them boys up every day. Yeah. Every, and I don't even know them yet, but I but I like them boys. You I know think what yeah. I mean? Well, there you have it, folks. So he's ready. I found it interesting that we did bring him on because we already have a bevy of receivers on this team anyway. And we decided to bring on Tay Austin, Tavon Austin. Now, I think what he came out of West Virginia. I remember back in the day, West Virginia, they had some boys on that squad, man. Slayton was on that squad. You had Geno Smith that was doing the thing. So they had some, they had some, and Tavon Austin, obviously. So, like, they, he's always been an explosive player. But, like, this interview here kind of makes you wonder, okay, so, like, what was Brandon Bean thinking? Well, I'll tell you what he was thinking. More competition. He's always, he's been saying that for years, right? I don't care who, I'll bring in anybody. I'll listen to trades, but I'll bring in anybody to make my team better. If that makes my team better, then that's what I'm going to do. So, who is the message for? I'll tell you exactly who the message is for. That's for Stevenson. Because Stevenson, we brought him in not only as a potential receiver to kind of, you know what I mean, do the extra things that we need him to do, right? The end of rounds and the jet sweeps and, I mean, athletic things that a, a, a scat back would kind of do. Well, he kind of had an underwhelming season last year. But don't forget, he's also been explosive enough that we've seen him take it back to the house. And I'm talking about Marquez Stevenson. So, you can't sit here and expect that you're going to be the return guy. We're going to bring you some competition, and it's not some nobody. This is a guy that's been around the league, and he's saying that he's officially 
healthy. Isn't that what they always say? He's officially healthy. So watch out. It is Stevenson's job to lose. Now, here's the deal. The receiving room is already tight. It's already tight as can be. So if he brings on competition for Stevenson, Stevenson's a bubble. He was already, Stevenson's already in a bubble situation, right? Kumro, they have him in the one-year deal, and they brought him back for specialties purposes, and he occasionally gets on the field. A big body. So to me, this Tavon Austin signing, I don't think should be glossed over. I'm not glossing over it, but I'm also paying attention to see like what's going on with Stevenson because this is Stevenson's return position to lose. We didn't bring, we didn't, they don't call you speedy for nothing. We know it. We've seen what you can do. We just need a level of consistency from Stevenson. But guess what? Somebody's on your ass. Somebody is on your ass. So let's see what Stevenson can do because I'm, I'm, I actually want Stevenson to be our guy. Something about, there was a question not too long ago. Uh, on Twitter that um, coming from fan sided. And it was like, are you in, in uh, are you more interested in a team that has homegrown players or they bring on acquisitions, right? Free agency uh, trades and so on and so forth. Are you more for that building the team that way? I'm a sucker for homegrown, right? A guy that we draft, a guy that we bring on, a guy that we can grow with, Right. And and build relationships with. I mean, look, look at all the guys. Like, look at Deion Dawkins. Deion Dawkins is the prime example. Came in as a rook. You know what I'm saying? We've embraced him. He loves the fans back. The fans love him. He's a homegrown. We started with him. It's nice to have that. Instead of a, a, another guy that gets brought in, you, you like him, but there's not much of a connection, right? I mean, look at Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs has made a major connection, but that's a star. That's a superstar. So a guy like Deion Dawkins is great. So homegrown or bringing in via free agency or so on and so forth, right? To me, I'm homegrown all day. So with a guy like Stevenson, you want him to succeed. I want Stevenson to succeed. You know what I'm saying? Tavon Austin coming in, if he comes in and does what he's supposed to do, great. You know what I'm saying? The team just gets better. But I prefer it to be our guy, the young guy in Stevenson. So Stevenson, pressure is on my guy. And I hope that you, you take that pressure and you, you know what I'm saying? You crush it into to stone as you, and you crush it into a, a diamond and you become a diamond in the rough, baby. Let's go, man. Because there's a lot of damn competition on the squad. So we'll see how this plays out. But Tavon Austin, don't sleep on Tavon Austin. You know what I'm saying? He, some people want to may say, oh, he's just a camp body, right? He's just there for camp. Well, don't let that camp body fool you because he might be able to carve himself a position on the squad by doing kick returns and part returns. And he says, when they say they're healthy, do you believe them? Should we believe them? I guess we'll have to see. Eric Kinsey comes in and says, hey, what about Hodgins? Hodgins is ready. A little too late? Maybe? And I'm going to put another name out there. I've been, I, I brought him on before, and I might even try to bring him on again. I'm not, I've said this last year and I keep, people keep saying, man, you just love homers. Yeah, I mean, excuse me. You just love like the underdogs. Yes, I do. Damn it. Tanner Gentry. I'm going to say his name again. Tanner Gentry. Watch out for Tanner Gentry. I had him on the show a couple years ago. I said, yo, what do you bring? I mean, you know, he can run four, four speed. You know, he can run. He was Allen's big time target back in college and he can punt a kick return. Watch out for Tanner Gentry. Dark horse, dark horse. I'm not saying he's going to, you know what I mean? 
make the squad and all that stuff. But just I'm just saying, camp. Anything is possible in camp. Injuries happen, unfortunately. Anything is happening. Anything can happen in camp. Just keeping it a buck. You already know how I do, right? So that being said, got my alarm going off. That being said, it's gonna be an interesting camp in the receiver room, right? I got my man Ismael Manero. What's up, Ismael? What's going on? He says, "Yo, a healthy Tavon with the Bills trainers and roster support, bro. He could make some waves for real. Tavon also should concern Little Dirty. Hey, I think they love Little Dirty too much for people to be concerned about it because Little Dirty is Isaiah McKenzie is going to be, um, I think, given more trust in this offense, right? Him alongside Jameson Crowder, which we're gonna get into in not too and not too um." Not too long, right? So I can't see him. I can't see Isaiah McKenzie being in trouble, but you just never know. You just never know. I'll just tell you that right now. You just never know. Uh, but I appreciate that super chat, my G. Always, as always. Um, Al Trey says, yo, my guy is, a, is any guy that helps us uh, to get that chip. It's true, though. If you help us get to the championship and you just got onto the team, <laughs> you're my guy. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I have... I have a love for the homegrown, the homegrown, the guy that we draft, the guy that we see his progression move up. That's why people are so in love with Josh Allen. They're so in love with Josh Allen because he was doubted. I mean, he's he's the typical story. Doubted my whole career. Ain't nobody checking for me. I had to go to Juco. And then from Juco, I got a one offer to Wyoming. And I did my I did what I do. I got drafted in the first round. And people were still doubting me. They said, I had no, had, had no accuracy at this, that, and the third. All I'm going to, I'm going to be a bust. And here I am today, a quarter million dollar man, one of the elites in this game. And I'm a budding star. And I have not even hit my prime yet. That's the love that these, that Bills fans appreciate. They appreciate stuff like that. Like, that's a great story. Ain't nobody want me. And look at me now. You know what I'm saying? And and the beautiful thing about this all is Josh Allen reciprocates that love, right? We give him love and he loves the damn city back. He loves the team back. He loves the community back. So shit, you can't you can't ask for more. That's that's a great storyline. So like this homegrown players, I mean, I mean, shit, we we love that, man. And I'm hoping that our homegrown players are the reasons that get us to the Super Bowl. It's just that extra spice on there. That's what I that's what I, I love and all of that stuff. Shout out to my guy, Silas. What up, Si? What's happening, bro? He goes, uh, I love how Triple B continues to address the roster deficiencies from last year. Austin is motivated and offers return and a deep receiver threat. And that's one thing that we definitely lacked last year was deep receiver threat, getting downfield. But another point that I'm going to make, too, is, and I think we cannot gloss over it. Think about this here when I tell you this. Look at our slots, slot receivers last year. And look at our slot receivers this year, right? Cole Beasley, excellent separation on getting away from the receiver, making the catch, but that was it. And I love Cole Beasley. Everyone loves Cole Beasley. There's no hate on Cole Beasley, but that was that was it, right? We didn't have that slot receiver that can take it the distance, the speed guy. So what do we do this year? We get speed. Not only on the defensive side of the ball, we get it on the offensive side of the ball. Jamison Crowder, right? Boom. Isaiah McKenzie, he's going to be, he's almost promoted into a bigger role, right? Khalil Shakir, right? Now you got Tavon Austin. What is that? What's the theme? The theme is speed. Speed is what 
we need. Speed is what we saw from Kansas City. Every freaking every every turn you make, there's some speed guy on the Kansas City Chiefs. And the one play that I remember from the of all of all things to remember from the Kansas City game, most people want to focus on all oh, the 13 seconds. That's not what I focus on. I focus on a simple crossing route, 10, 12 yards, and Tyreek Hill takes it this, the distance. Why? Speed. Pure speed. And he gave us the deuce. He was like, I'm out. I'm out of here. That's six on the board right there real quick. So you don't think Brandon Bean is looking at that? Shoot, that's what we're missing, man. I like Cole Beasley. He was cool and all, but he didn't give us that deep field threat. So in, in comes Jameson Crowder. Not only does he give you speed, he gives you more size, but he gives you yak. He gives you that rack. So those are the things that make a difference, right? You bring in a James Cook, speed, rack. So that's a big part. That's a very big part of what Josh Allen's going to be working on this year and getting these guys in space and let them do what they do. Allen is going to be Allen. He's going to air it out. He's going to do what he does. But sometimes, I mean, Tom Brady ain't airing it out 65 yards every time. You've, we've watched Tom Brady for 15 to 20 years. Dump off, dump off, dump off, and let his athletes do what they do. Look at James White. James White ain't catching the ball downfield, man. He does, he catches it here and does little, he does very little. And then when he gets the ball in his hand, that's where he gets all the all, all, all the yardage, right? All the yak, all that good stuff. So this is gonna be a pretty interesting year. Now, which brings me to this receiving room and one specific player, Jameson Crowder, right? Tavon Austin is cool. Stevenson is cool. You know what I'm saying? Little Dirty's cool. All that. We get that. But Jameson Crowder. And I've, I've, shown, I've given him some love before. And I thought I gave him enough love. I thought I did. I thought, I mean, you guys have heard me say, man, Jameson Crowder, man, don't sleep on this Jameson Crowder. This is a big, big time player. And I love the signing. I think a lot of us felt that way. Right? But here's the thing. I saw, like, uh, first of all, shout out to my man, Bryce Martino, uh, wrote an excellent piece on Jameson Crowder, if you guys haven't uh, written, uh, excuse, excuse me, if you haven't uh, read that that piece written by my man Bryce, uh, jump onto our uh, our website, thebuffalofanatics.com, uh, or hit that BF Network app. It's all there. All right. So that being said, Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder is gonna be a big piece to this team, right? Josh Allen. I gotta pull this up real quick. Let me pull this up real quick. Josh Allen had, what, 300-plus completions last year? I'm probably selling him short. I'm probably selling him short. But I'm going to look it up right now. He had how many completions? He had 320. Excuse me, 300. Oh, no, that's not, that's not accurate. That's a rookie year. There we go. He had 409 completions last year. All right? He had 396 completions the year before. So let's average that out to 400 completions. We already know Stefan Diggs is, is good for 100. Stefan is good for 100. Now we've got a new dynamic on the squad. Cole Beasley's now gone, right? Emmanuel Sanders is now gone. So we've got new faces that are moved up 
that are going to be given significant roles in this offense. So I sit here trying to figure out to divvy up who's getting what. So out of 400 completions, simple math, Stefan is good for 100. Right? Minimum. Minimum. With the year that I think we're going to have, I think he's, he's there for 100 minimum for Stefan Diggs. So we got 300 completions to divvy out. Looking at Stefan Diggs with 100, we're looking at our tight end in Dawson Knox. Can we say that Dawson Knox is good for 50, 55 receptions? You can even bump it up to 60. I'll keep it modest. I'll keep it at 50. 50 receptions for Dawson Knox. Last year, Cole Beasley had, what, 80-plus receptions? Could Jamison Crowder fill in that role? Can we give him 80 receptions for Jamison Crowder? Let's just say we give Jamison Crowder 80. Then you've got... You know, the math is going to try to get a little tough now. You got me. I'm going to get my calculator out here, boy. Right? <laughs> so you got Stefan for 100. You got Dawson Oscar for 50. That's 150 receptions right there. Right? So we got Crowder for 80. So my, if my math is correct, was that 230? That's 230 receptions right there with those three receivers. So we got 100 and, cha 100 and change left, 170 left, if my math is correct. All right? So where are we divvying that up? How many receptions are we expecting Gabriel Davis to come in with? I'm looking at 60, 65 receptions for receiver two. I mean, that was what Robert Woods was giving us. You know, even between 56 to 65 as our RB, as our receiver two. So let's give, let's give our guy let's give him 65 let's give him 70 i'm gonna sit here and give him 70 all right so now we're at 300 completions with our four top guys right now that's at 300 completions are we good with are we good with those numbers so far because i think it's realistic i think it's realistic with Allen at least completing 400 receptions excuse me 400 completions in the last two years on average i can't see that i can't see that changing Offense isn't going to change too much. Maybe we might run the ball a tiny bit more. But that's, let's just say, let's keep it at, let's keep it at 400 receptions. Uh, excuse me, 400 completions. So Davis, we'll give him 70. So we've got 100 for Stefan, 50 for Knox. Crowder has 80. And then we give Davis 70. That's 300 receptions. Now we got 100 receptions to kind of divvy out to the, re the running backs. You know what I'm saying? We got, don't forget, Isaiah McKenzie's in there. You know what I'm saying? So to me, I think it's very apropos to see to see that Davis with 70, Stefan with 100, Knox with 50, Crowder with 80. Now I'm still sticking on Crowder because maybe Crowder gives us less receptions. Maybe. And here's the point I'm trying to make here. Let's just say he gives us 60. But I think he gives us more with those 60 receptions than what our guy Beasley gave us with 80. Why? Because of yak. Because of big playability. Don't let me tell you. Let him show who he is himself. Watch this. Check this out. Let me see if I got the right. right Crowder's going to come all the way across here. Now, uh, not Peterson, 
But there's a corner down here that gets caught up inside as Jordan Hicks is chasing. And that's Murphy Jr. who got no. Let me tell you something. That ball that you just got, that you just saw, will not be underthrown by Josh Allen. This is where the strong arm comes in. Let me play that one more time. Because you can see he gets himself open. Then he's got to wait for that. This ain't, this ain't freaking Sam Darnold throwing the football. This is Josh Allen. Be ready for that because you're going to be going the distance. Let me see that again. First and 10. Hand off to Johnson. It goes over to Crowder. They got Berrios downfield at the 15. And to the pylon. And it is a touchdown. What a play. 43-yard touchdown pass. He can throw the freaking football. Right? So... He can get deep, and if you need him on an end of round where he's a threat, watch out for Stephon Diggs down deep. Watch out for Dawson Knox down deep. Fam, watch the F out, right? Shall I continue? I think I shall. Let's go. What he's done for everybody's sake on the Jets. Look at these throws, and he's thrown away from the defender on the left. I mean, just stuff you don't see. His instincts, his vision, he gets through progression. This is what I'm talking about, man. I've been saying this for years. If you guys have been following me for the entirety of the Buffalo fanatics, even going back to Bill's fanatics, I'm all about yak. Yak, yards after the catch. That's why guys like Sammy Watkins pissed me off because you catch the football and head out of bounds. Fam, what are you doing? You, you were drafted in the freaking first round and you jumping out of bounds. Fam, what are you doing? So. When we have receivers that can give us the yak, chest freaking kiss. And Jameson Crowder might be the difference maker. Shall I continue? I think I shall. I'm in Kansas City right now with the right trigger man, the right skill players, and the right play caller. Darnold airs it out for Crowder. And the catch is made. Right around Kareem Jackson Crowder. Go up and get it. Go up and get it. Not every ball is going to be perfect. Not every ball is going to be perfect. And Josh Allen has some moments where he's like, Whoop, what was that? Oh, shit, what a catch. You know what I'm saying? Not every ball is going to be perfect, but guess what? Jameson Crowder, a bigger receiver. He's going to go up and get it. If you guys don't don't forget, like, I got to remind y'all, man, when Jameson Crowder was on the freaking Commanders, Redskins then, Commanders now, he was always making noise. We're like, yo, who's this Crowder guy? This Crowder guy is making noise of whoever this guy is over there, if you remember. So, shout out to Crowder come on to the Bills. I got more clips. Should I continue? I think I shall. Let's go. 39-yard line. Darnold trying to extend this drive. Throws off his back foot off balance, and he somehow finds Crowder. What a pass by <laughs> Darnold. Yeah, it was. A pickup of 20 and a first down. It was Vince Beagle coming with the heat. I'm I'm thrilled. I am thrilled to have this guy on the squad. Go up and get it. Fearless is versatile. Will get the ball and do more with it. When you think there's nothing there, that's where those yak guys come in with their creativity. No knock on our guy Beasley. None whatsoever. Beasley, we knew what Beasley was. You can't cover him. You can't. Like, good luck trying to cover him. He will get you that, that first down. That's why Allen looked at him all day, every day, right? I need you to get those, those three yards. Just fall. 
catch and fall. With Crowder, catch and fall? Are you nuts? Catch and run, catch and six. Right? Catch and six. This is what I'm looking for. Six all day. She might have to call him the six guy. I'm just saying, man. Maybe Crowderson. Oh, Crowder, you got me saying Crowderson. Maybe Crowder will be the six guy. I mean, catching six. I'm looking for six all day. Let's go. So I bring this up because, I mean, I saw something on Twitter. And I got me I'm excited. I'm excited about this, right? I saw this on Twitter because I thought I talk, talked about this enough. And then when I see people, you know, me talking kind of greasy a little bit, I was like, ah, what? Why? Um, and it was a, it was a great thread. But apparently, there's some folks that are worried about Jamison Crowder taking receptions away from other people. Isn't that a great thing? Isn't that a great thing? Is that what you want? Because now, when teams play us, they can't double Stefan. They can't double up on Dawson. They can't double up. You're not going to be able to. So if Crowder is making enough noise, shit, we got to play it honest. We have to expect these one-on-one players to make a play. My corner needs to play, make a play on Stefan Diggs. Well, good luck going one-on-one with Stefan Diggs. Good luck going one-on-one with, with Gabe Davis, contested catches on the sideline. Good luck. You mean? So we are in a good place. Josh Allen, I think, is, is primed for a fantastic MVP caliber type season with what we see that Brandon Bean has put at his disposal. And then you add in the Tavon Austin that can do those very things with McKenzie. With it's gonna be listen, man. Receiver every year we talk about this every year. How tough it is for us to nail down who the the six receivers are gonna be. Are we gonna go seven receivers? What are we doing? It's gonna be interesting. And I didn't even I didn't even touch on the running back room, right? James Cook is a guy that they expect to catch the balls out of the backfield. So, on the top of my head, on just the top of my head, I think Devin Singletary had 30 receptions last year. I think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fact check myself. And this is the top of my head here. Devin Singletary last year, had 29 receptions. Ooh, I was close. I was close. Excuse me. No, no, no. He had 40 receptions. He had 29 in his rookie year, 38 in 2020, and 40 last year. I expect that number to go down. And I expect that number to obviously be given more so to James Cook and let James Cook cook. Give him the ball in open field and let him go, right? And the crazy thing is, Devin Singletary with 40 receptions, Zach Moss is a better receiver than Devin Singletary. How many, how many did Zach Moss have last year? Zach Moss. How many receptions did my man have? My man had... Where you at, my man? He had a 32. He had four, excuse me, he had 23 receptions last year. 23 receptions. So between the between, I mean, I'll tongue twist it. Between the two, they got 60 receptions. Between the two, right? So we had 100 receptions to give out miscellaneously because we gave out the top receptions to all the top receivers that we had on the squad. So we got 100 receptions. We got 60 of them going to running backs. And then the rest can go 
So that's Dan McKenzie, Jake Kumaro, and there's your 400 freaking completions from Josh Allen. But it's not about the amount of receptions these guys are gaining this year, especially with the new guys that we brought onto the squad. It's about what you do with the ball after. And that's what Allen has been saying that he needed to work on this year. It's about letting my guys get underneath the football and do what they do. It's beneficial for him. Man, let me give you another six-yard six, six dump off. What are you going to do with it, James Cook? Oh, shit, he just went for 80. Touchdown. Man, if you guys don't get Josh Allen in the first round of fantasy, y'all, y'all tripping. <laughs> y'all tripping for real, for real, for real. But that's where, that's where I stand with, with this receiving room. That's where I stand with the amount of receptions going to these cats. It's going to be fun this year, man. And I didn't even mention O.J. Howard. I didn't even mention O.J. Howard. I didn't even mention, you know what I'm saying, our running ability because we got two, we got Roger Saffold in the, in the fold ready, ready to maul some cats. We got Ryan Bates, a freshly paid Ryan Bates, ready to get after it. Yo, this is going to be a fun offense this year. And teams better be, they better be shook. They better be shook. This, this, this offense has the potential to be a freaking great one. And we made some minor tweaks. Minor tweaks on the offensive side of the ball. You know what I'm saying? Some minor tweaks on the defense side of the ball. We didn't really have to change too much. We added a couple pieces. You know what I'm saying? But it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It is going to be fun. My man Major says, Yo, Rico, you never take a QB in the first round for fuck's sake. Ah, uh, no, no the fuck. <laughs> not me. Listen, let me tell you something. Never take a quarterback in the first round, right? And if you look back to see who scored the most points in fantasy all the way through, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, I think it was Kyler Murray. Those are your top guys. And then the running backs are after that. So why would I skip out on the guy that scores the most points on fantasy? Why? Why would I do that? Why would, why would you skip that? What, are you going to skip Josh Allen and grab, uh, I don't know, CMC? Are you, you going to do that? I mean, it depends on how close you are. First, let me let me back up a little bit. Depends on where you're picking. If you're picking, if you're in a snake league, like I, I do a snake league, right? And I'm on the back end. I've always, I don't know how, but I've always picked on the back end. I'm grabbing Josh Allen all day. Now, if I can get lucky enough that I can grab a running back in the first and come back and grab Josh Allen, it's over for my freaking league. I hope nobody's watching. I'm trying to take my champ tricks. It's over for you guys if you let me let me get a running back and Josh Allen. It's a wrap. I'll call it right now. I'm getting too excited. Now, speaking of fantasy, if you guys are in on fantasy and you guys need to jump all over this fantasy thing, fam, let me tell you something about this fantasy business, man. Get on it with Dynasty. I'm listening to Pierre talk about fantasy football, and he was talking about, he just, I don't know if I can say it. Pierre, are you in the chat? Can I tell, can I, can I mention the trade that you just made? I feel like the man absolutely fleeced. <laughs> that's, just, that's just me. He fleeced somebody. I don't know who, who you decided to trade with and who accepted this. I would, if I was a commissioner, I would have said no, veto, not happening. You give me the, you give me the thumbs up if I could, if I, yes, I can. Listen, man, this Pierre just absolutely fleeced this dude on fantasy, on, on dynasty. Let me see if uh, if I have it. Oh, did you did you put it in there? Or was it in, in the chat? Yeah, listen, he gave the dude 
Trey Lance, Drew Locke, and Isaiah Hodgins, and a second-round pick for Justin Fields. Are you kidding me? The guy took Trey Lance. Nah, man, no. That's, that's, that's not solid for me. That's not solid for me. You fleeced him. You fleeced him. We don't, like, Jimmy Garoppolo might come back and say, I'm taking that spot from Trey Lance. So Trey Lance might not even play. I know Dynasty is long-term. I get that part. Drew Locke, they're only boring Drew Locke for a year. And then they're, they're going to look for another quarterback going forward. So he says, no, that wasn't the trade. I'm, I'm reading what you gave me. <laughs> Unless it was worse. I'm telling you, this is what I read. <laughs> Unless you changed it up. But damn, you, you fleeced that man. You fleeced him. I'm sorry. So whoever, whoever accepted that trade, shame on you. Shame on you. Anyway, folks, if you're not on fan, if you're not on fantasy, if you don't do fantasy, jump on fantasy. If you're into long term, keeping your players for long and seeing the development and going through the draft, I'm telling you right now, fantasy, like fantasy dynasty is the route for you to take. Check this out. Dynasty owner is the best way to play fantasy football. Get inside the mind of an NFL GM as you use real NFL markets and off-season moves to make your Dynasty owner team the best in the league. Download the Dynasty owner app on the App Store or Google Play today. You've never experienced fantasy football quite like this. And there you have it. And there you have it. Have it. If you're not jumping all over this 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 dynasty fantasy, I mean, if Pierre ever came to me and gave me that junk, I would have said, go kick rocks. Go kick rocks. You better come, you better come back with something much better. Do you have Bree, do you have Brees Hall in your squad? Because if you have Brees Hall, then we can talk. Then we can talk. I still I still feel some type of way about Brees Hall. So I'm just I'm just putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> here, here comes Pierre with his team. He says, Mahomes is my starter, Fields is my bench starter. 20% of the bench points go towards the main score. I don't care how you do it. The fact that you gave up, the guy gave up fields and gave you, I mean, it depends on, it all depends on who the other guy had as a quarterback. I mean, Josh Allen's his quarterback, then take take Justin Fields all you want. But I mean, I still like, I don't like, it. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of that. Um, for those wondering if that was Z-Bot's voice, yeah, damn right it was Z-Bot's voice. Z-Bot is a star, man. I'll tell you guys, he's a budding star. I'm waiting for him to, to be on the next He's going to have his own Netflix special, I tell you. <laughs> Ronald says, yo, get over Breeze, Rico. I'm over it. That was just, that was just, that was laughter for me. I just need to laugh. Sometimes you got to laugh at it. But anyway, I digress. I digress. Uh, I just wanted to get that. So this whole Jameson Crowder edition, uh, I think, needs uh, the, uh, the appropriate level of, of appreciation. And I think he's going to be a big part of his team. We gave him a one-year deal, $4 million. Um, and if he, if he, if he turns out the, uh, how I think he's, how it's going to, how I believe it's going to turn out, which is going to be successful. How do you let him walk away? How do you let him walk away? I know we brought in Khalil Shakir. I know. But like, how do you let him walk away? If he has a monster year, if he has the year that I think he's going to have, which is going to be a fantastic year. But I mean, you can't have too many, you can't have too many weapons. That's the way I look at it. Right. So. If that's if we if we have one of the better receiving cores in the game, so be it. So be it. You know what I'm saying there's 400 footballs to go around. We know that for a fact. The last two years, that's what it's kind of somewhat averaged out. There's 400 footballs to go around. Everyone's gonna get some receptions, right? We know for a fact Stefan Diggs is gonna get his. 
100 receptions, man. I can't, I can't see him not having 100 receptions. We're going to find out how much Davis is going to contribute to this offense. I know he will. I see him, what, 70 catches, 60, 60 to 70 catches. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating. Well, 60 to 70. Jameson Crowder, between 60 and 80. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for the 80 mark. Dawson Knox is good for 50. You know that. Minimum 50. OJ Howard's going to get his. It's going to be fun, man. I don't know. I don't know how the Ken Dorsey's going to try to divvy this up. Game planning for this. But guess what? Teams are going to have issues. So the Rams week one. You know what I'm saying? Jalen Ramsey, get ready. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's going to be healthy, ready to go. So Jalen Ramsey and that whole Stephon Diggs battle is going to be something. Aaron Donald signing his big deal is going to be something. We got to be all over that. So Mitch Morris, Roger Saffold, you know what I'm saying? Ryan Bates, y'all need to put your minds together and have this guy eliminated from the game. We just cannot have him impact the game the way that he normally does. And then we just got to let our weapons do what they do. And Von Miller, do what you do, baby. Get after Matt Stafford and get his ass. It's going to be fun. So, folks, I'm, I'm appreciative of that. So, if uh, I'm taking questions from, from anybody, if you guys wanted to, if I missed on something, if you guys wanted to talk about something, um, excuse me, in particular, hit me up, let me know what's happening, and we can go from there. My man, Steve Lynn. I haven't seen Steve Lynn in a long time. What up, Steve? Steve, yo, why did the Jets let him walk, man? Maybe, McKen maybe McKenzie is receiver three and JC is number four. I can't see, I cannot see Jameson Crowder giving up reps to McKenzie. Not because McKenzie's not nice. McKenzie is nice. I just don't see Crowder just giving it up like that. That he's too nice. Like he's only 28. He's 28 years old, man. Like he's still. He's still in his prime, right? These guys get in their prime between 26, 29. That's when you're in your prime. So he's still in the bubble of his prime. So he's still, he still get after it. So I can't see that happening, my man, Steve. Sorry, brother. Can't see Crowder giving up reps to, to Isaiah McKenzie. Unless Isaiah McKenzie comes in as a monster camp. But I, expe I expect Crowder to have a monster camp as well. Wario had a comment about uh, James Cook. I'm scrolling up right now. I'm looking at the comments. My man Rev says, yo, I'm fantastic, my man. He's like, oh, I guess you guys are asking about Rev. My man Rev had COVID, folks. He had COVID, but he's back at it. You know what I'm saying? Feeling good, feeling sexy. And uh, he's going to be jumping on to uh, on the, the, the show tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, you're going to have Z-Bot and Rev chopping it up tomorrow. So uh, you guys better tune in. Tune in for my boys, man. But he's feeling good. He said he's, he had a bout with COVID. And it took him out for a week, but he's back at it. Praise the good Lord. I like that. Welcome back, Rev. Welcome back. So questions, concerns about the team, about what we're doing. If you have any fantasy questions, um, this is it, man. I got another, what, 10 minutes? I'm trying to do an hour, about 12 minutes. I'm trying to do hour and then get out of here because I got to, you know me, I work the overnights. I work the overnights. But I will, I'll be telling you guys this, though. Um the states, the states in Canada are completely different, but I'll be taking some time off of work, um, of my, my personal work. I work where I work at and spending time because the wife has been staying at home with the kids for the longest time, right? And, uh, yo, I have my, just, I had my baby boy not too long ago. He's six months now. And I, I don't plan to, the, sh the, the shop is closed. So I ain't planning to have any more. So 
these are the moments where you want to spend as much time with your with your your, your kids as possible, especially with what's going on around the world. You know what I'm saying? We get too busy in work life and all that stuff. So I'm taking time off and uh you're gonna be off for about what I say at least minimum six weeks to like three months, right? So I'm gonna be maybe a little more time on the mic, you know what I'm saying? So I'll be able to be with the kids and do all that good stuff. So uh I'll be available, you know what I'm saying, to uh, to chop it up. So it'll be it'll be great. Uh, but if you have any questions, concerns, let me know. We could talk about it. Fantasy's coming up. If you guys have any fantasy questions, I'm not no, I'm no fantasy guru, but I, I love it the same. I love it the same, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, I, I did have a question, though, for y'all. If Is James Cook – let me know. No, let me put it this way. Is, is – is, are Bills running backs worthy enough of a draft? Are they worthy enough of a draft that they'll make a difference on your fantasy team? Early, and I'm talking about the first. We'll call it first six rounds. First six to seven rounds. Are you drafting any of the Bills running backs? My man Ismael Manero says, "Yo, look out for Questenberry to take uh, someone's job." Okay, whose job? Ismael, Ismael, don't just make comments and then you know leave the room. <clears throat> What's happening? You can't just make comments like that. Questenberry is a guard slash tackle swing. So he's either taking Deion Dawkins' job, not happening. He's either taking, you know what I'm saying, Spencer Brown's job, not happening. He's not taking Ryan Bates' job. And he's not taking Roger Saville's job. And he's sure not taking Mitch Morse's job. So whose job is he taking Ismael Manero? Calmate. What are you talking about, fam? He ain't taking nobody's job. I can't see it happening. The only job he's taking maybe might be Tommy Doyle's job, which is that swing. But for starter job, nah, fam. No, 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 Not happening. Wario, James Cook is much better than Brees. James Cook is much better than Brees Hall, just admit it. It's Delvin's little brother can't even be stopped. So he's better than James Hall. Excuse me, James Hall. You got me saying James Hall. He's better than Brees Hall because he's Delvin's little brother. Do you know how many little brothers that have come into the game that have not been, that have not looked up to, you know what I mean, have, have played as good as Big Brother? I mean, let's look at the Moss. Let's look at the Moss family. You had Santana Moss. Then I think you had Sonoris Moss. I think it was Sonoris. You had Mike Vick and you had Little Vic. But he's Michael Vick's brother. Yo, cut it out, man. Yo, cut it out. Stop with that nonsense, man. I just gave you two examples. I just gave you two freaking examples. And I didn't even get on. I got Santana Moss is the moss of all mosses. And then I think you got Sonoris Moss. And then you have Zach Moss. Tell me which one is that dude. Santana Moss, the original. Stop that nonsense, man. James Cook is going to be nice. But is he going to be as good as his brother? I doubt it. But he'll be very good. He'll be very good. I'll tell you that right now. Y'all better stop that. Y'all better stop, man. My man Pierre says, yo, once you go dynasty, man, you, once you go dynasty, you, you, you no longer look at redrafts the same. Really? Really, though? I kind of like the snake draft and the redrafting, man, because every year is different. Every year is different. But, I mean, dynasty is different, I guess, too. So, I mean, each their own. To each their own. 
so I'm just I'm scrolling through I'm scrolling through and here's I guess here was the 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 trade it was Drew Locke Isaiah Hodgins and a second round for Fields oh my god even worse <laughs> Pierre Pierre was like no nah, man it's not it, that wasn't the trade it wasn't the trade I, was, I thought it was just gonna it was gonna get better it got worse it got worse at least you I thought you gave him Trey Lance as well and I was still kind of like mm. but you gave him Drew Locke Isaiah Hodgins in the second round for Fields or please fleece that man whoever whoever is in your league what are you paying people to come in your league and and just bum them around my goodness my goodness i'll tell you so shout out to my guy rev i mean i hope you get to healthed up ready to go dropping that dropping them 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 rev bombs tomorrow on that show i'll be watching yo 10k drip says yo i forgot about the the duke johnson signing the Duke Johnson signing is an interesting one because somebody I I saw somebody somebody tweet they didn't give him number twenty two for no reason. Anybody that gets number twenty two staying on the tw- staying on the team, I think he was trolling because the last time I checked, uh, twenty two uh, was taken last year and the guy spent most of the time Matt Breida spent most of the time inactive. So I, I don't really give a damn what number you get. You can get you can have number freaking thirty eight for crying out loud. You know what I'm saying you ain't thirty seven. I never, I never liked 37. 37 as a jersey number. If you've played football in your lifetime, what was the worst number they've ever given you to, you know what I mean, where you didn't have a choice and this was the number they gave you? And what was, what is a, a great number no matter what, no matter how, no matter who, no matter what team you're on, what is that number on a jersey that no matter what, it just looks, it's solid, no matter what. No, no question about it. Which is, it? I remember playing, and uh, I was playing. Uh, I played some some ball for Team Canada, and they gave me number thirty nine. I was like, thirty nine, and I had to make peace with number thirty nine. But I wasn't thrilled about it. But thirty nine is not a horrible number. But thirty nine is also not a sexy number. It's not. It's not a sexy number, especially if you're a tailback. It's not a sexy number whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? But you made it work. You know what I'm saying? I've had number one before. Loves number one, but it's a lot of pressure with number one. You take number one, all eyes on you. You better be nice. Number two has always been a pretty solid number. If you if you're even on a hockey jersey, number two that looks good. Basketball, eh? That's not bad. So ninety nine, Jim 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 Lemonthal, ninety nine. If you take ninety nine, you better be a badass. That's ninety nine is just as much as number one. Like pressure's on. If you're 99, you're looking for who, who? Okay, 99, that guy over there. Okay, you got to watch out for him. You can't be a bust at 99. You can't be. George Wilson was 37, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And that was a horrible number. I hated 37. I thought of I thought of George Wilson right off the bat with 37. Ugh. <laughs> I live and die with number 55. 55 is like your, your staple linebacker number. Your staple linebacker number is 55. 52 starting to make a little a little bit of noise. But 55, man, you 55, you know you're nice. You know what I'm saying? Double nickel, you're no, you know you're nice like that. 10. See, to me, 10 is a staple number for soccer. If you are number 10 in soccer, I'm looking for you to be Pele. You know what I'm saying? You are going to be that guy. If you don't know soccer and you don't know who I'm talking about, that's cool. Don't worry about it. But Pele is one of the greatest, greatest of all time. And Pele was number nine. I excuse number ten. So I mean that that was that's a solid number. 
seven. Seven. Mm, seven's a tricky one, man. Seven is like that's your that's your quarterback number. I mean, most quarterbacks are number seven. They're usually you're not looking for he <laughs> you're not looking for an athletic athletic quarterback at number seven. Number seven is more your leader. You know what I mean? He's not athletic, but he's got a cannon for an arm, cerebral. I mean, he's, he's that he's that guy. Number seven. You know what I'm saying? A number seven receiver. I don't know any any receivers that are number seven. Do you know any number seven receivers? Number seven in hockey. I don't know who's number any number number seven in hockey. Seventy seven, nice in hockey. Seventy seven anywhere else? I don't know any seventy sevens in football. To truth be told, who's number seventy seven in football? Twenty eight and thirty four. Twenty eight. I like. I like twenty eight. It fills the jersey real nice. You got two full numbers on, on your on your chest plate. Uh, thirty four solid. Thirty four is a good number for an RB. DB doesn't quite play as nice. 20, 20 as a DB or a, a running back, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with that. 22, that's nice. 21 as a running back, ah, I don't know if I'm sitting with that. 22 as a number on the running back, that looks good. 24, solid. Solid, solid. 67. 67, it's, it doesn't stand out to me, but it's not a horrible number. 67 for a lineman. Because that's what I, that's what I, these, these 60 numbers for the linemen are pretty damn good. It's not bad at all. Number 50. 50 as a linebacker is solid. See, that's why, like, what is Greg Rousseau? I think he took number 50, right? I don't know if I like number 50 on Greg Rousseau. I wish he had another number. And maybe he might switch it later in his career, but I wish he'd just get another number. 50, I'm not, I'm not really feeling it as a lineman. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. We'll see how that plays out. But 24 is always a solid number. For sure, I f with twenty four, sixty nine. Let me tell you, man. If you're if you're number sixty nine, that means that means you got a sense of humor. Number one, number two, you're a nasty player. You know what I mean? Sixty nine is the one guy that's gonna maul you. He's gonna he's gonna pancake you and stuff your face into the ground and then get up. He's a dirty player, dirty player. That's sixty nine. That's what stands out for me. Dirty mother effer. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Uh, so Camel says, yo, uh, as a cornerback, the worst number I ever had was 45. See, that's an ugly number. 45 is an ugly number. No question about that. Facts. You're know saying having our, our guy, uh, our Wade as number 45, I hated it. Hated it. Not a fan. 45 is a horrible number. I'm not a fan of that whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? When, when Jordan, when Jordan came back with on the, on the basketball field with 45, I was like, Ugh. and no wonder he went back. He, no wonder he went back to 23. And I know 45 was was sentimental, and as to why he did 45. But 23, you got to go back to 23. That's, that's just what it is. You can't do that. Don't do that to yourself. 45, I agree. Terrible number. 49 is just, 49 is horrible, too. It, if you're in the 40s, there's not a whole lot of good numbers in the 40s. 40 is nice. 42 is nice. 44, you can rock 44 real good. After that, it's a wrap. 45, 46, 47, 48, 49. Done. <laughs> You're done in the 40s. Yo, that's why they give it to the fullbacks. The fullbacks always have 40 numbers. Yo, give the full give the fullback 48. <laughs> Yo, I want no parts of 48. I'm sorry. 45 and up. 45, like 46 to 50. So I'll say 46 to 49. No way. No bueno. <laughs> Not doing it. Not doing it at all. Number four is nice. I could rock number four. Number five. 
is nice. My ultimate number has always been, it's either, it was, you, I, I played with 30, I, I kind of like 39, I kind of embraced it, but it was always number one and number nine. Number nine has always been, that's my number. You know what I'm saying? Number nine, you, just, you can't, you, you see a player with number nine, you know he nice. You know he nice. He's not playing, he's not playing game with you. He nice like that. You know what I'm saying? 88, nice receiver. I've in the 80s, you can go, you can't go wrong. The one number I don't like as a receiver for in the uh in the 80s is 87. 87. 86 and 87. Not a fan. Not a fan of that. Even 85. 85, I'm not a big fan of 85 either. 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, perfect. 85, 86, 87. Mm-mm. 88, 89, you're straight. You're straight. All day, every day. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it at that. But anyway, folks. <laughs> That was just a fun chatter that we had at the end. But I'm, 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 let me say, let me put it this way, man. I'm appreciative of you guys always tuning in and hanging out with your boy. It, uh, it's, um, especially in the dog days of, of the off season. It's terrible. There's not much going on. So, but I appreciate you guys tuning in, uh, for us to have these, these nice conversations, right? This was kind of fun one at the end. My man said John Lynch rocked 47. I don't give a damn what John Lynch rocked. 47 is a horrible number. Ugh gross not doing it <laughs> for real but i appreciate y'all nonetheless you guys have been dope um and uh and we got to do this again obviously we're gonna do it again tomorrow with my man rev and my man zbot and now uh, we're gonna we're gonna do it up man my man pierre comes in and says yo i'm a junior dub double deuce 22 was always my number see 22 is solid i could do 22 22 is nice but i but you you were a receiver though what are you doing rocking 22 as a receiver? Fam, no. If, you, you, if you're a receiver, give me. I'm sure you didn't just rock 22. What was your receiver number? Give me your receiver number. That's what I want to know. 21 is always a nice number, too, as well, by the way. 21 is solid. 83, legit. Legit. By the way, shout out to my man, D Goods Green Room, says your Rico report is lit. And he's mother effing right. I appreciate you. You know that. You already know, man. That's, a, that's, the, that's the way I do, man. Ismael Manero says, my receiver number was 84. That's a damn good number. 84, you can't go wrong with it. You can't go wrong with it. 13, Don Maynard Ward. Well, 13. See, that's a number I'm not a big fan of is 13. As a quarterback, okay, you can get, you can, you can do, you can go and do what you do. But 13, I've never, never sat well with me. Never sat well with me. 14, never sat well with me either. 14, eh, never did it. <laughs> never, never did it, but I appreciate y'all nonetheless. Um, my man Pierre says, yo, 22 was my basketball number. 81 is the only receiver number to wear. Hey, yo, <laughs> 22 is a basketball number. I'll, I'll rock with that. I'm good with that. Um, you can't go wrong with that. Basketball numbers are always, you know, so they're pretty damn good. Eight is always going to be a, a, a number that stands out for me. 40 is always a number that stands out for me. Sean Camp, that's my one of my favorite players. 31 is always going to be a nice one for me. My man Reggie Miller. Those are the two guys. Though I grew up kind of watching those guys. Those are my guys. And then obviously Kobe came through and it was over. It was a wrap. Anyway, folks, that's it for me. And I appreciate you guys very much. I appreciate you guys tuning in all the time. Um, we got to do this again. And uh, if I'm not back Friday, it'll probably be a Thursday show. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll see it all depending on you know, I mean the plans. I mean, we're coming into summer. Kids are coming off of school soon. So things are going to change up. But you know how that goes, man. We're going to try to keep it going and keep it rocking. So it's... We appreciate you very much so. And that's what it is. My man said, yo, hey, Rico, your number nine is currently suspended. Hell no. 
Number nine currently is going to be rocked all day, every day, folks. All day, every day. So, folks, that's it for me. That's my time. I appreciate y'all. Y'all been rocking with me for a long time. Y'all been rocking with BF for a long time. Big things are coming to BF. Y'all already know it's never going to stop. So I appreciate y'all. So until next time, folks, enjoy your evening. We will do this again tomorrow with Z-Bot and my man Rev. We'll do it again. Back at it on, on Friday. So you guys have a good night. Hey, so ladies and gentlemen, until next time. It's your boy, and I'm gone. Y'all have a great night. We'll catch you on the flip side. Let's go. You ain't gon' step for me. I got the spirit of the Lord inside. Like he testing me. Clean my circle, had to organize. I don't do treachery. Bang, back out the agency. All the years that they took, ain't no taking me. It don't profit your pocket for A and me. I came out of that Gotham so graciously. Pray that God I got saved, now I'm savory. Need a babe who don't play, she gon' pray for me. Everything that you taught, I'ma take with me. Uncle Vite gave me strength through the pain and grief. Through the pain and grief. Devil got the block hot. If a demon slide, make the whole op drop. I can have him laying flat. If you try and catch a fader, we can do a bit of both like a box top. I was down on hitting for the top stop. See the clock top, put my sin on the chopping block. Cause I exhaust the options, tossing caution. I got guy, he watching, gon' bang when I drop. I don't waste, I deposit the flow. All of that time that they stole, I waited patiently. Gave my heart, gave my soul. Legacy written in stone, ain't no erasing me. Back when I lost control, I got put out on my own. He made a way for me. My G, I'm from the road. I need my girl at the throne. Faithfully praying for me. Hey, hey, the city cold. I had to be bold. I could have been stole. We never was told. We had options. Sit to my soul and missing the bros and digging them holes. We living the gold. Freedom falling. She too real. I might taking me. Stay ten toes. I can't fold. Ain't no breaking me. And Jehovah been changing me. Could have been on those pages. Now we on stages. I need a bay to fill the bank with me. Fashion pray for me. Feeding my flock. She do it faithfully. They do it lazily. I'm a young soldier, so it's war outside. Keeping that flame with me. He see 40, cause that 45 gave him his angel wing. Missing my dog, he took my breath away. When he first left the cheap, you ain't my twin, you better step away. You ain't gon' step for me. I got the spirit of the Lord inside. Why keep testing me? Cleaning my circle, had to organize. I don't do treachery. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.